This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, there's Chuck, there's Jerry. Let's get to it. Giddy up. Draw. Draw, indeed. Pew, pew, pew. That's pretty good. That's laser. a little pea shooter. <laughs> I don't a laser. That's right. So uh, we're talking about the gunfight at the OK Corral. Uh, I've been there. You ever been there? No. You've been there? Sure. Wow. What's it like? Dusty. I'll bet. I was going <laughs> to say dusty. Hot. Were there tumbleweeds? Sure, everywhere. Varmints? Oh, pff, you wouldn't believe the varmints. <laughs> Rapscallions, <laughs> sure. sarsaparilla. Yeah. All that good stuff. Nice. Uh, Have you ever tasted sarsaparilla? Sure. Isn't it kind of like root beer? That's what I've always thought, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think I had one back then, but I, I don't remember that. That's right. when I was a child. Okay. Uh, but we are talking about the gunfight at the OK Corral, uh, the very, <clears throat> excuse me, famous gunfight between the the Earps and Doc Holliday and mm-hmm. the Cowboys. Uh, a very simplistic way to look at this, which was in the... Uh, Otherwise, pretty good How Stuff Works short article is, you know, the Earps were the good guys, the bad guys were the other guys. Wrong. But there's some nuance there because the Earps, and I think like most lawmen of the time out west, you know. They were criminals too. Sometimes. they were the, the thing that differentiated them was the badge and the fact that they were able to enforce the law. Yeah, and, and not to say that they were all awful people and they were horse thieves and, mm-hmm. you know, n- no good cusses, as this article says, for mm-hmm. the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But there was definitely, um, I think it was kind of few and far between where you had a truly just and righteous uh, lawman. Well, so Wyatt Earp, he had been run out of California for horse thieving, so he was an actual horse thief. Mm-hmm. He moved to Wichita, and he was a marshal there for three years before he was run out of Wichita for corruption. And then he ended up in Tombstone, where his brother Virgil was the marshal there. That's right. And then Wyatt and his brother Morgan became basically deputy marshals under their brother. Mm-hmm. And they kind of selectively enforced the law. But when it came to those cowboys, the Clanton gang is another way to put it. Um, they enforced the law extrajudiciously very frequently. Yeah, they also had a buddy named John Henry Holliday. He's from Griffin. Went by the name of Doc. Oh, was he? Yeah, his dental office is still in Griffin. (laughs) Really? I think it's like a museum now. So he was was good with a gun Mm -hmm. and not shy with a trigger finger. And uh, we should mention the bad guys. He said the Clanton gang was uh, uh, a man named Billy Claiborne and then Ike and Billy Clanton. And then Frank and Tom McLaurie. And they weren't just like, you know, low-life cowboys. They were actually from wealthy ranching families, from what I understand. Yeah, but, you know, it was sort of a thing back in the day. Which I guess you could still be a rich, low-life. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you kidding me? They're, they're everywhere. <laughs> uh, these, these two groups of men did not like each other, though. Um, for a full year... Uh, in Tombstone, they really went through a population explosion mm-hmm. when someone found not gold in them dar hills, but silver. Good enough. 
good enough at the time. And uh, they said, we need some law enforcement. And it was literally the Wild West uh, out there at the time. <laughs> I know that that word is used a lot. Like it's the Wild West in podcasting. Yeah. With all these shootouts. Sure. <laughs> you Varmint. Know, you know who's quick on the draw is that Roman Mars. Sure. Man. Pew, pew. That guy's good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they went to the, the town leaders, and they had a lot of the town leaders on their side. They went to Virgil and Wyatt Earp. It's like, you guys are, you know, good enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You've done it before. Yeah. And you're not afraid to shoot someone in the face. Right. So go shoot them in the face. Right. Or boys. So um, you've got like this this uh, history of, of run-ins between the Earps and the Cowboys. There was bad blood between them. Mm-hmm. Um, I read elsewhere that Wyatt Earp had designs on becoming sheriff of a neighboring town or a neighboring county. Yeah. And so he wanted to make his name by bringing the Clanton gang down. Mm-hmm. So he actually went to Ike Clanton and said, hey, why don't you turn on your brother and the rest of the gang members, and I'll make sure that you get off, you know, scot-free. And, and apparently— said, what did you say? Apparently Ike was thinking about it. That was a great cattle <laughs> rustler right there. But Ike was thinking about it, but he ended up not doing it. So Wyatt realized that he was in a bit of a pickle here because it would harm his reputation— if it was found out that he was making sure. under-the-table deals with bandits. Yeah. Um, and so he decided that Ike needed to go. The evidence against him, Ike, sure. needed to be rubbed out. So that's basically from what I saw that actually led to this gunfight at the OK Corral, that the Earp boys were spoiling for a fight. They were actually stalking the Clanton gang that day. The Earp Derps? Yeah. Wow. All right, well, let's take a break, okay. and we'll come back. And talk about what happened at not high noon, but about 3 (laughs) o'clock. I guess it was high noon somewhere. Yeah. uh, On October 26, 1881. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
All right. So here's the deal in uh, Tombstone. Uh-huh. It was against the law to carry weapons in Tombstone in 1881. That's silly. Which is shocking. Yeah. Don't they know about the Second Amendment? I don't know. So uh, Virgil Earp, and Virgil was the, uh, he was the marshal at the time. He said, cowboys, you know you're not supposed to have your guns. And there were some other run-ins that day. There were a couple of violent pistol whippings. Uh, Ike and Tom, Ike Clanton and Tom McClary were kind of beat down by the Earps earlier in the day. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see anything about that elsewhere. But well, it it basically came to a head at about three o'clock mm-hmm. on October twenty-six, and this is crazy to think about. But the gunfight at the OK Corral lasted about thirty seconds. Yeah, there were about thirty to forty shots fired. Right between how many guys was it? Six. No, I think it was more like eight or nine. But estimates say that they were about six feet apart from one another. Can you imagine? They were just in a little circle, basically. You'd just be like, shooting stop, at each stop, other. stop, quit, stop. <laughs> I'm surprised they all didn't end up dead. Uh, a couple of them did. Um, I know that both of, I think both of the Clanton brothers ended up dead, right? Uh, Billy Clanton died and then both McClary brothers. Oh, okay. So three of the cowboys died. Um, n- none of the herbs died, but Wyatt got off scot-free. He had no scratches on him. Virgil almost died. He got shot through the back and just narrowly missed his spine, right? No, that was Morgan. Okay. Virgil got hit in the leg. Okay. But yeah, Morgan, it just was like a through shot. But I mean, ooh. I know. I'm sure that felt great. Yeah. Uh, Doc got a little scrape, and I think he said, like, Wyatt, you know, this is Kevin Costner. But yeah, that's some pretty terrible shooting right there. From six feet away. From six feet, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically like closing your eyes and just firing like in a direction, that level of, of contact. Yeah, you would have seen my boot spurs <laughs> running in the other direction right. in a zigzaggy pattern. So um, the, the shootout at the OK Corral lasted 30 seconds. It was not at high noon. And another little known fact is that it wasn't even at the OK Corral. It was in a vacant lot behind the corral between a boarding house and a photo studio. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. It's true. Was it in Olin Mills? <laughs> <laughs> Afterward, Doc Holliday went and got a picture where it's like face on and then up in the corner he's yeah. like looking <laughs> off into the into the moon. So here's how it apparently went down. And like I said, those brothers, or uh, McClary and Clanton had been pistol whipped earlier in the day. Um, the Cowboys came into town pretty ticked off about this and kind of looking for a fight, supposedly. Mm-hmm. But also, supposedly, the Earps were just, like, waiting to start a fight with these guys. Yeah, actually, the um, Earps were almost charged with murder for yeah. a second there. Uh, I think Ike, you said Ike survived, right? Uh, yes. Ike Clanton, a couple days later, formally accused the Earps of murder, mm-hmm. basically saying that they had ambushed the Cowboys. That's right. There were a lot of eyewitnesses, but there was one kind of apparently really important eyewitness uh, named Addie Borland. Mm -hmm. And she said, uh, quote, I didn't see anyone holding up their hands. They all seemed to be firing in general on both sides. They were firing on both sides at each other. Right. So what historians think actually happened is that the Earps came upon the Clantons who were caught by surprise. Right. And the Earps said, drop your weapons or we'll start firing. Right. (laughs) They actually said it out loud, but then started firing before they even had a chance to drop their weapons. The uh, the Clanton gang starts firing back. Right. But 
again, they were ambushed, they were caught by surprise, and they weren't given a chance to actually surrender. Um, and so there were kind of some things in there in the, uh, the favor of a case of murder against the Earps. But the thing that got them off is that earlier witnesses had overheard the Clantons saying that they were going to kill the Earps. Right. So the Earps were like, see, this is all just self-defense. Yeah, and there was an actual hearing uh, because of that um, that uh, call for murder. Old-timey name, please. Justice of the Peace, Wells Spicer. Beautiful. Had a hearing, and he basically said, uh, no, you know what? It seems to me like uh, they were well within their rights as marshals and mm-hmm. what they called special policemen to do their duty. And because of Addie Borland's testimony, um, and, you know, Ike Clanton came out, and he had his own testimony, but it looks like they just, you know, it was frontier justice. They sided on the quote-unquote law. Yeah. I think uh, Ike Clanton said that he and his brother and gang members had their hands up and were still fired upon. And, and supposedly like at like least that. one of them might not have had a weapon, depending on who you ask. Right. On the cowboy side. Yeah. So that's how it went down. The gunfight at the OK Corral in a vacant lot at 3 p.m. That's right. And later on, there was an attempt, assassination attempt on Virgil Earp in mm-hmm. December of that same year. Uh, Morgan Earp was uh, murdered in a billiard club in early 1882. And everyone is like, well, this is clearly the work of Ike Clanton. Although, who knows, because it's frontier justice. It could have been anything. He could have sure. snored too loud. I'm sure the Earp brothers had more more enemies than just Ike Clanton, but people still suspect that it was him. Uh, and as for uh, Clanton, he was killed in 1887 in the Arizona Territory by a detective. And Wyatt Earp lived until 1929 to the ripe old age of 80 where he died. Mm-hmm. Where else? Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> where he was a DJ and a sometime music producer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that's it for short stuff, everybody. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email. You have to go listen to the regular uh, episodes to find out where to send it to. Short Stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.